Welcome in to the new PFF NFL Daily. Here's a recent snippet from the PFF NFL podcast. So <laughs> there have been several Pro Bowl snubs. Uh, what is the biggest snub to you? Yeah, well, also, I'm going to shoehorn in a rant about the the how important the Pro Bowl is to fifth-year options and stuff yeah. like that, too. We'll get that later. Uh, the biggest one for me, I think, is Antoine Winfield. Also, this is where my job is funny. Uh, you know, like, he probably should be replacing Buda Baker, and I get that's the name he kind of targeted. They share an agent, so I think it's kind of funny that, like, his dad is going after Buda Baker and, like, all these things. And it's like, hey, like, we're, we're, it's all in the family. Let's relax here. <laughs> but um, to me, it is Antoine Winfield. I, I mean, I think he has been just remarkably dynamic in all three facets of football play. Has five sacks on the year, a bunch of pressures when they do bring him, which isn't that often. Um can play in the deep third, can come down to the box and make plays, can play in the slot, not as much as last year, been more of a deep free safety, but he can do everything, and he has done everything at a super high level. And then just as a run defender, simply just, you know, running the alley and just getting in the muck and coming and making plays, you know, he's just, he's just, he's been exceptional this year. Um, yeah, I, I think that's absolutely one of them. I agree. Winfield's been arguably the best safety in the NFL this year. I would absolutely put him in there. Um, I, one of the guys I think is definitely a snub is Brandon Ayuk. Uh, maybe kind of gets forgotten about in that ridiculous 49ers offense with George Kittle and Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey. But Brandon Ayuk has the second highest PFF grade amongst receivers this year. Only Tyreek Hill has a better grade than him. He's averaging over 18 yards per catch. He's got 1,300 yards. Brandon Ayuk has been an absolute monster um, for the 49ers and is completely overlooked apparently. Or like the first eight weeks of the season where every single catch of his was either a first down or a touchdown. <laughs> like he just gets, I think, lost in the shuffle of how good, you know, Trent Williams and George Kittle are both right. on there. I want to say obviously McCaffrey's on there. I don't think Debo made it. So I guess neither. But, you know, it's just like there are so many elite talents on that team. Um, but, yeah, he's no question deserving. One more I'll throw out there. Kind of a. I don't know. Maybe he didn't deserve it this year, but I think it's kind of crazy. Like Trist, Tristan Wirfs to me is kind of a guy who just should make it every single season. And he pivots over to left tackle. Um, and look, it's Trent Williams, Lane Johnson, and Panay Sewell. I get it. Um, but still an 83 pass block rate at a new position. Um, you know, still top, I think, 10 in pressure rate allowed among tackles. Again, playing on a different side of the line. I, he's just, you know, it, it's remarkable what he's done. I, I, he probably shouldn't care because. He's already made it enough times to juice out his fifth-year option, um, and his extension now is going to be a left-tackle deal, I would assume. Uh, it'll reset the market by a comfortable margin. Um, let's go quarterback. The AFC quarterbacks, Josh Allen is not on this roster. Now, it's actually a tougher argument than you would think it is when you look at the AFC. They've got Tua, Lamar Jackson, and Patrick Mahomes as the three quarterbacks. Um, I don't think, even though the stats are, aren't as good, I don't think the, the Mahomes thing is crazy. Uh, I think he's actually had a way better season than his stats would suggest. But I do think that Josh Allen has been better. And I think in particular, when you factor in that absolute stinker that Mahomes had against Vegas recently, that really dragged his grade down and I think made it a clear victory in Josh Allen's favor as opposed to one that maybe you would err slightly in the Josh Allen direction. Like, I think that game, that was effectively the game that Josh Allen had in week one that finally sort of averaged him out, you know, and Mahomes got dragged way down. So Josh Allen not being on the roster, I think, is, is a mistake. 
think the timing is interesting too of the voting where like the Dallas game, you look back at it and say, oh, they won despite Josh Allen not doing anything. Like he's had a couple games recently where, you know, the run game has been the focal point. He's been timely with his production, but it hasn't been. We're watching him run around like crazy. I know he has the 15 rushing touchdowns and all those things. And also, you know, everyone's always going to look at the turnovers with him, even though I'm sure his turnover worthy play rate is down from years past. Um, the funny thing too is the way they sort these things where like all linebackers are sorted by sacks, including off ball yeah. linebackers. When you go on the website, like they don't even try to make it, uh, make the fan voting even remotely, you know, tied to actual production. No, I mean, okay. It, would, it wouldn't be a PFF podcast if we didn't at least address the elephant in the room when we come to discuss pro balls, which is the system is an absolute and total joke. Um, why is it still being folded into contracts as much as it is, given how completely farcical it is? DraftKings Sportsbook still pumping out unbeatable offers every single game. New customers can bet just 5 bucks on anything to get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Bet on anything, 5 bucks. DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener, a sweetener offer every single game where you can get in on the football action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the app now and use code PFF. So you can go check out Monday Night Football tonight. You got Niners. You got the Vikings. You can go do it right now. If you're a new customer, you can bet just $5 on anything to get $200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code PFF. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas, licensee partner Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, Louisiana, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in ONT, bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance, see sportsbook.com, sorry, see sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football, terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms and responsible gaming resources. That's the thing that's crazy to me. I mean, this is a new development in the most recent CBA where these fifth-year options for first-round picks uh, are now can get elevated based on Pro Bowls, and it's a massive, massive jump. Um, and there were some guys that got you know a sizable bump. I mentioned Penny Sewell. His fifth-year option now should be about $3.5 million more than it would have been coming into this year, so that's awesome for him. Guys like Pat Sertan, Micah Parsons, Jamar Chase have maxed it out, uh, you know, two Pro Bowls over the first three years is the best you can do. But yeah, I mean, if you're a guy like, you know, in a smaller market and or you're not big into self-promotion or, or whatever the case may be, you're potentially losing out on several million dollars on this fifth year option simply, you know, for, for dumb reasons. I have no clue why the NFLPA would agree to this being a, a mechanism. And even look, I like the playtime escalator. I think it's a very it's smart to have some escalators right. and stuff like that. I get it. But the playtime escalator is also position agnostic which is funny where it's like you know it's, it, i'm not going to go through the whole the dynamic but an offensive lineman playing 80 percent of snaps is a down year a running back playing 80 percent of snaps in today's nfl is an outlier like right. there's just so much that's so dumb about it but yeah I, if i was a player or an agent i'd be pushing back on it i think it's kind of insane um but that's that's where we're at it's also wildly open to manipulation like <clears throat> if you have a team like the system is such a mess that you, if you have a team that is that has a rabid fan base that has a good social media presence, like that team can get a guy on the Pro Bowl essentially just by 
running a, like a Heisman campaign for that guy, right? Like he can, they can, they can put people on the Pro Bowl simply by uh, mobilizing their fan base, getting them to vote, getting it all in. And okay, you know, the vote is only a percentage now as opposed to the whole thing, but it's still very doable. Like you can get a guy in the Pro Bowl by creating a campaign, even if he shouldn't really be there. But that also means if you don't do that, you can, you can have a guy not make the Pro Bowl simply by not pushing for it, right? And given that he, he might have a contract bonus attached to that, why would you? Like, if you're a team and you have a guy who has a bonus attached to a Pro Bowl, like, hey, how about we not push the pedal to the metal with this guy's Pro Bowl Twitter campaign? Let's just, let's just back off a little bit and see what happens. It is funny. It depends probably on the GM and the building, though. I would tell you most GMs probably think me being able to say I've drafted X players that have made X Pro Bowls is worth infinitely more than I have to pay this guy a couple extra million. But no, I remember the first thing I said when this rule came out, the joke I made was like, I'm a Bears fan. I was like, all right, everybody vote for Jair Alexander for the Pro Bowl. Everybody vote for Rashawn Gary for the Pro Bowl. Like, let's 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 cook the books in Green Bay a little bit. Uh, you know, yeah. It, it, I mean, the fan vote I know is a small percentage, but it just is. It's just it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, all Pro is always a better list. There are fewer players, yeah. so maybe you include second team. You know, I, I don't know what you do, but. I mean, again, it doesn't matter until 2031 anyway. But, um, but yeah, it's just, just another interesting decision by uh, the NFLPA. Absolutely. Um, one other player I want to talk about as being a, a snub, Bernard Ryman, offensive tackle for the Colts. Like, really, really good second year, uh, grading well in both facets of the game. Um, his tape is interesting because he's got a lot of, like, just about hanging on. <laughs> There's a lot of, I don't want to call it ugly tape because it, it's working. It's just, you know, he's right on the ragged edge sometimes, but it, but he's doing it. I, I would have, obviously Laramie Tunsil deserves to be there, but I think you could make a case for Ryman being there above Deion Dawkins. You could probably make a case for him above Teron Armstead as well, given how much time Teron Armstead misses in any given season and has missed this year. So Ryman, I think, deserves a spot on the Pro Bowl in the AFC, a tackle um, probably in favor of one of those two tackles. Yeah, Armstead, love the guy, legend, but th this year, you know, re respectfully probably shouldn't be on there. I'll, I'll throw one more in, too, then. Uh, it's funny. The guy, I don't know if he has any Pro Bowls, maybe one, um, and he is, I think he might be, if we look back on history of, like, the, the target share and receiving yardage share and just, like, how much they elevated the quarterback they're playing with. I mean, DJ Moore is now playing with the best quarterback he's ever played with. Um, and that's still in an offense where they're going to throw for like 3,500 yards uh, in 2023 in the NFL. If Tyson Bajant doesn't come in and play four games, I think DJ Moore probably makes the Pro Bowl because um, you look at his production. He has, you know, most yards of his career over 1,300. I think he has nine touchdowns. In those four games, he did like did very little, um, which obviously was not his fault. Um, but just tough, just just tough for that guy. You know, he's balling out. He's having fun. He's living in a, in a, in a wonderful city. Um, he takes a jab at Carolina every chance he gets. Uh, so I think he's happy, but but probably deserved a Pro Bowl. Yeah, the NFC wide receiver one is a real gauntlet. That's that's tough because you've got like in that list, you've got C.D. Lamb, who's amazing, definitely deserves to be there. You got Puka Nakua, who's going to probably break the rookie record, put up insane numbers. Um, and then the, the other two guys that you would say, well, those are the two most vulnerable ones are A.J. Brown, who's put up almost 1,500 yards and at times has taken over for the Eagles and been the reason they've won games. And then Mike Evans, who currently leads the NFL in receiving touchdowns and might do that for the first time in his career. So you'd be like, in order to make the case, and we've already done it, that, that uh, Brandon Ayuk deserves to be there, 
your case is essentially that the guy that's leading the league in touchdown catches shouldn't be a pro bowler from the NFC. Like, he's not one of the four best receivers in his own conference, which I think is probably true, but is not the easiest argument to make. And, and in all the ways where, you know, the public sometimes gets it wrong, this is a pretty understandable one. Yeah, no, there's always context, too, though. I mean, Baker's been good, but the, the Bucks lead the NFL in run-run pass drives. They they obviously, you know, again, Baker's been good, but it's not like he's playing with Patrick Mahomes out there. So, yeah, hard to take Mike Evans off. That, that is the thing. It's more, I think, uh, when I say snub, there are the position like allocations are also kind of crazy for how many guys per position make it on there. Um, maybe there should be more than three receivers <laughs> for each team. We didn't even mention, I know he missed half the year, but we even mentioned Justin Jefferson uh, or some other guys that probably should be perennial Pro Bowlers as well. All right. So as of uh, every other year, the Pro Bowl is a mess. Um, there are many snubs, there are many bad picks, and instead, as Brad said, you should wait for the All-Pro team, which has me as a voter and is therefore correct. <laughs>